and talk hurricanes on the line. We always looking for a QB to drop some dimes. We talking to you with Sebastian Lane. Only scouting five-star players to impact the game. And the whole point is to make a run for the ship. Throwing bowls, whether we at home or on a trip. What we want, blue chips. Or a beast in the middle of that defense to make a hit or flip. When he try to come through the A-gap without block, you can bet whoever got the rock face get slapped. You know that you only bring in the fastest. Bonafide athletes that can catch it or pass it. Electrifying talent that can take you to the house. Coming for the top dogs on the coast and in the south. So if you think you know the game, get your talk on. And if you ain't riding with the Kings, go ahead and get your walk on. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane. And scouting the recruits that can really bang. Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame. It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane. And scouting the recruits that can really bang. Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame. It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again. What's going on? How we doing? Welcome back, Sebastian Lane. Um, another episode coming live tonight. Kind of got a different way we want to do this um, moving forward. Tell us if you guys like this method more um, than what we've been doing with the pre-recorded shows. Um, still be pre-recorded, but we're going to talk a little more um, outside of the interviews. We'll still do our interviews and stuff like that, but we're going to chop it up um, with me and Dave, and we're going to talk some topics. Um, what I'm going to do, if you're listening, is weekly, I'm going to put out a thing, like a post on Twitter, maybe question and answers, some topics you guys want us to, to discuss. Uh, we'll put it out on Twitter. Um, you guys could, you know, kind of post in there, send us messages, whichever you guys want to hear and talk about, because we don't do a live show anymore. So I know there's questions that people want to hear and ask and stuff like that. So we'll do it that way. Um, so we interact still with you guys. Um, you know, we do like what we do. Um, so yeah, man, we just kind of want to bring new content and keep, you know, uplifting, you know? Um, so what's up, man? How you doing? How's everything going tonight? I had a good night, good weekend. Uh, a good weekend to be a cane. If you're into, I don't know, commits and things like that. Um, you know, we had picked up some nice ones. KV on Broussard, you know, offensive tackle, Diana, who just barged in 6'7", you know, 275, 280. Uh, extremely athletic. Three-star commit. But if you go and look, he is a three-star commit. He is uh, currently ranked higher than uh, two three-star offensive line commits at Alabama. So uh, that's going to change. He had an injury. Uh, uh, shoulder uh, kept him out for a little bit. So, you know, good senior season. His ranking is. You're, uh, you're skipping bad, bro. Emma? Yeah. Cutting in and out. Got me. Am I good? You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. you hear me now? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the, the mid. Rudolph, you know, also flipped a, a, a an edge rusher there. So, uh, four-star commit there. That was huge. Second second class in a row in his class and, and pulled one out of there. So, super excited there. And then uh, Luke Nickel, offensive guy, skill guy. I know you like those dudes. Uh, quarterback, if you have not uh, got familiar with him, I know he's class of 25, but you really need to look him up. Extremely accurate, moves well, size, has all those tools. So, 
Uh, excited, man. Good weekend. Good weekend. Good stuff going on around the, around the, uh, the program right now. Yeah. And nah, I mean, no doubt, um, like you said, really good weekend, pick up three commits, um, two in the 24 class, one in the 25 class. We're also going to have a guest on here in a couple of minutes, get him on, we'll chop it up with him. Um, then we're going to cover some 24 defensive backs, some committed, some that we're looking at, um, some guys kind of keep your ears on and, and hopefully, you know, some, some good momentum coming out of that. And then um, we'll talk more about the commits this weekend towards the end of the show. I'll kind of wrap it up with that. Um, young man we'll have on tonight, 2025, view for high school, defensive back, uh, Devin Williams. If you haven't yet, um, go check his film out. To be a sophomore last year, um, very impressive. He can play uh, nickel, boundary, play safety. Like He can play anywhere in the, in the back end. Um, I'm very, very excited to see his growth as a defensive back. Um, those guys, like, that to me is one of the hardest positions on the field. Um, Cause you're on the island with a guy, you gotta pretty much guess everything that that man in front of you is about to do to you. Um, and plus, you still gotta stay in your assignments and gaps. And you know, if it's a run play, you gotta come up and, and make the play on the ball, get off the uh, the block and everything else. Um, so it's a tough position, man. Like you know, it's my heart and soul, obviously. But um, you know, I broke into the 2025 class. So if you haven't yet. Go check out on my Twitter, Rasta Edits. Um, it says whole 2025 thread. I have like 140-something guys on there, and I'm going to keep going, posting every day. Um, just a handful of guys, getting you guys familiar with them because that class is going to be here in a couple months. Um, so I have done Devin Williams, and I have broke it down a little bit. Um, we're going to talk to him and kind of chop it up with him and get his, his view on his own game Thanks he wants to work for as he has two years left in high school. And I believe he has like almost 30 offers. If not, he already claims 30 offers. Um, and all across the country, <laughs> Alabama, the USC, the Oregon, Miami, Texas, like he's got them all. Um, he plays at a powerhouse in uh, uh, Georgia, Buford High School. If you don't know them, you might want to go look at Georgia High School football. I think they have like five guys early for the 24 class that are committed to power five schools. Um, they're absolutely loaded. Um, so go check them out, man. Um, what, one of my favorite corners in the class, um, obviously I think the top guy is Devin Sanchez. If you have seen my, my thread, you'll understand that guy. I think it's all world, but this guy's not that far off. Um, you know, I think he's easily top 50 player in the country. I think he can, easily creep up into the top five corner defensive bat all together. Um, very impressive, long rangey. Um, even though he's 5'11", it's a super long arms to be that size. Um, it's fluid with his hips, which is hard. That's what usually kills corners is their hips, um, being able to sink in and go. So he's got really, really good speed. Um, I don't know if you guys know 4-4. Um, he runs track. We'll talk to him a little bit about that. He's got some pretty good track numbers to be a sophomore in, um, in high school. So we'll get him on. We'll talk a little bit. And then, um, like I said, man, we'll have a, have a nice little show. If you want, please check out the link at the bottom that's scrolling across. If you're watching on YouTube, it's a link to basically all of our media mainstream, our podcast for, uh, platforms, our Twitters, um, the flow channel, Discord, it's everything in there. Um, so I 
I got Steve-O, Jazz, uh, AB, like it's got everybody, you know. Um, this link has kind of brought the community together as one so everybody can kind of look at it and, um, you know, check it out at that point. Um, let me see if he's ready. The mug, it should be here in a second. But um, if you don't yet, please go follow um, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod. Like we're on all major platforms, um, not just us on Sebastian Lane. Every Miami Flow uh, YouTube show is on there. So in case you miss a show and you're at work, check us out, man. Uh, we're all all major platforms. Just click the link below. We go ahead and get our guest on. What's good, bro? You hear us? Yes, sir, I can. All right, man. We appreciate your time, man. We appreciate you coming on and joining us tonight. Of course. For everybody that's watching who may not know who you are, go ahead and introduce yourself and let them know where you're from, what position you play, and what class you're in. Uh, I'm Devin Williams. I go to Beaver High School, play cornerback, uh, 2025, and just getting recruited by uh, many schools right now. Yeah, I was kind of doing an overview um, before you got on here because um, I, I did a breakdown on your, your game. Um, and I was impressed as a, as a sophomore, you know, playing last year to have the technique to, to be fluid in and out of breaks, to understand a game at that age. Where does that come from? Is that training? Is that, you know, your family, your parents, brothers, where, where did that mentality come from for you to be so young and smooth already? You know, of course there was a lot of training, you know, DB work. But just uh, sitting down, watching the game a lot with my uh, my dad, my parents, just sitting down, watching the game, you know, learning what to do on situational downs, um, just knowing how to attack the ball, rip the ball out, club it out, pick it off, all that. So, uh, yeah, I kind of got that from uh, just sitting down, watching the game a lot. So playing corner, I was just explaining to him, in, in my eyes, I was a safety, but corner is the hardest position to me on the football field. No doubt. Explain to the viewers who probably never played football, who probably played football, haven't played corner. Explain to the viewers why is corner so hard? Uh, corner, you get most pressure. There's a lot of pressure playing corner. You know, you could you could be in 50 plays, man coverage, not give up anything. But as soon as you get up that one deep ball, you know, <laughs> it's the game on you. It's a bad game. You know what I'm saying? So you know, corner is definitely a lot of pressure, definitely a lot of nervous. But you gotta have a short short mind, short term memory while playing corner. And just uh, know how to flush things. Nah, for real. So, I know, you know, you're getting ready to go into your junior year. Um, you know, Buford High School, powerhouse in Georgia, powerhouse across the country. You guys are typically state champions. Mm -hmm. the, the, the standard is set, there's no doubt. What is the goal? I know state title. Is it undefeated? Is it, you know... I want to, to dominate, like, I want to, you know, that national championship. What's the goal this year for you guys? Uh, definitely, you know, you know, everybody's going to say go to state. But um, win week one. We, you know, we have St. Francis week one. You know what I'm saying? You want to go undefeated and win state. That's just a bonus. But, you know, win week one. We got a tough opponent week one. But I think we could uh, come out on top with a dub and just uh, get, get close as a team, you know, build that bond as a team this year and get everything back to what it was because, you know, we lost uh, last year in the second round. So uh, get Buford to back to where it was. Gotcha. So who, like, because 
you don't just like corner. You play nickel. You'll step back and play safety if needed. You know, so you're very versatile. Who have you watched growing up that you either, like, I want to say imitate because there's only one Devin Williams. But who do you kind of watch to, to understand the game, to develop, you know, some techniques and stuff? Who do you watch the most or who, like, which guys? It could be a couple of them. Who, who, who's some guys that you kind of model, like, just view and look at all, all the time? Uh, you know, everybody would say, you know, Jalen Ramsey and stuff like that. But personally, I watched college and NFL. I watched Tariq Wooler play for the Seahawks. I watched him a lot. You know, he has a lot. He has speed like me, so his game is very alight to me. Um, but I watched guy. I watched old film. I like old plays. You know, Dion. You know, Night Train. I had the mentality of Night Train, like you know, what I'm saying. Uh, just watch guys like that and uh, just learn from them. For sure, for sure. So. You're still young. You know, you got two years left in high school, obviously. You're far from being where you want to be. That's I, We always want to develop and get better. What do you want to kind of focus on, whether it's this year, you know, for the next two years, to kind of get college ready? What is, what is, what are you working on? What is, What is, like, I know, like, my feet, like, my hips, my, my you know, the IQ. What, what are you working on more this year and next year to, to develop better? Uh, I'm working on using my peripheral, so zone coverage, man coverage, being able to stay with the receiver, but also know what look at the quarterback at the same time, know what the quarterback is doing, and uh, just getting that college mindset where you can do uh, multiple things, read the quarterback, play the receiver, uh, double pass, the slang, sluggo, all that. So I'm just trying to get my mind college ready. You know, keep. I've, I've been having a little bit of problem with keeping my feet under myself, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on that a little bit, but yeah, just get my mindset college already. Uh, use that peripheral and all and stuff like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, getting ready to go into this season and stuff. What like, what are your personal goals? You know, obviously, I know we all set team goals. That's main focus. We go one and zero each week. What is something like, man? I want ten interceptions. You know, I want sacks. You know, what 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 are some goals you set for your own self? Oh man, uh, interest. I I like to strive high, you know, like set kind of unreachable goals to motivate myself and uh, push myself. But I'll say interception the game at least uh, this season. But yeah, try to get interception at least uh, to make sure that huddle that huddle film right for these coaches, man. <laughs> try, I'm definitely trying to pull in, you know, a little more offers. Like Miami hasn't offered me yet, but uh, I'm in contact with them a lot, so uh, gotcha. I'm looking to pull in these offers. Gotcha. So I'm going to pass on my co-host, man. Let me chop it up with you, and then he'll pass it back to me. Okay. All right. Before I kind of get in, uh, I was going to talk to you about – I want to touch on what you just said about Miami. I know you don't have an offer, but you say you're in contact with them. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, who are, who I, are you talking with? Uh, I think it's Coach Foreman. Uh, okay. He's in contact with me a lot, you know. I got off the phone with him yesterday. We was just chopping it up. He was just seeing how I was doing and stuff like that. But yeah, he's been in contact with me definitely a lot. And I think they're pretty close to offering. They just want to see a little bit more. And as far as what you um, I, I don't know that you need to do a whole lot to that. Honestly, I think I think your film goes, but I know you always want to improve and make things better. So I totally understand. But so class of twenty five, like you said, you got a long way to go. But already, I mean, give or take, you got thirty off those offers like 
You got the Georgias and the Bamas and USC, USC, Ohio State of the world. So going through that at a young age, what's your support group like? like who helps you kind of have the process? And do you enjoy the recruiting process or is this something you think you might want as soon as you can? Uh, I definitely try to. I'm gonna try to ride this thing out. So about commit before my senior year, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not trying to commit early. I'm just trying to, you know, enjoy it, take it all in, see what these schools have to offer. Cause I still gotta be uh go to a lot of schools that I haven't been to to uh see what it's like over there, give them the opportunity to be in one of my top schools, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely wanna explore more schools. Uh dad dad's helping me with the recruiting process, just uh noticing certain things when we go on visits, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to definitely ride this thing out for a little while before I commit. Got you. Uh, some places you've been and seen, what are, have you, some campuses you've been on, coaches you've talked to, things like that in person, where have you been? Wait, say it again? As far mm-hmm. as I could, I'm sorry, I, I cut out. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as going to campuses and things like that, uh, just tell places you've been and, and maybe some things you've seen so far. Uh, I've been to um, Notre Dame. I've been to Bama, obviously. I've been to Tennessee. Uh, I've been to a lot of places so far. I've been to uh, Michigan. I've been to a lot of places. Uh, I definitely I love Notre Dame coaches. You know what I'm saying? They they they're very down to earth. You know they they like us. They try to fit in with our generation. You know what I'm saying? Play our music, stuff like that. So I, I love them coaches. Uh, Alabama, you know, Coach T. Rob over there. You know, I, I love Coach T. Rob. He's also similar. To uh, the Notre Dame coaches, um, who else? Tennessee, I love Tennessee campus. I love how they run their practices. They kind of fast paced with it, so you know I love Tennessee and um, Michigan. I love it's up north. It's, it's definitely far, but uh, you know what I'm saying. I love love Michigan. I, I love everything about it. I love the stadium. Love the coaches. So yeah, everything's been pretty good with my recruit. Okay, well, but I was going to ask you about any position coaches to kind of stand out. Your short answer. I appreciate it. Um, I know you talked about your speed. I think you've caught like a 10, 800 meter uh, party in life and a big part of what you You're cutting out, bro. Sorry. Damn. Yeah, it's bad. You might have to hop out, hop back in. Get me now? Am I in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I saw like a 100 meter meter is track a big part of your life and something that you want to kind of continue to do? Uh, I thought about actually going to college for track and football, but, uh, you know, I heard that's that I, from people I talked to, that's a lot to do. But, uh, yeah, I clocked in at uh, 10-6 last season. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I've been running track since I was a little kid, since I was like eight, seven. So, um, yeah, I definitely, definitely still love track, but if I were to go to college, I think it would be for football over track. Last thing for me, uh, we picked up a couple commits over the time he goes, one of those being quarterback out of Georgia as well. Do you do you know him all there? Uh, no, I haven't seen him, but I've definitely heard of him uh, uh, off of social media. I've definitely heard of him. Hey, I know y'all picked up a kid from IMG 2026 corner. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll tell you one more thing. I, I lied to you. I said that was the last thing. One more thing. Receiver you've gone up against that really sticks out to you. Wait, say it again. Is there is there like a wide receiver uh, 
receiver from another against either camp. Mm. Out to you. Uh, I haven't been to uh, really many camps, but I do want to say uh, when I played a dude from Mill Creek sophomore year, Mikael Woods, he definitely uh, stuck out. He was great competition. You know, he made me better uh, as a player during the game. So he he was definitely a great wide receiver I went against. He's he's at Eastern Michigan now, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, he was a, he was definitely a good wide receiver. Okay, good deal. Back to you, Ross. Gotcha. Got a few more, man. I will get you up out of here. Yo. So Buford High School, there are probably a handful of guys that are about to go play D one in the 2024 class. What's it like playing with those guys? Um, you know, getting to see how they have went through the process. You know, you kind of mentor, like get mentorship, kind of see how it flows. What's that like for you, um, being able to have that opportunity? Uh, yeah, it definitely gives me some guidance. But at the same time, you know, I look at I look up to them like as regular people, uh, just my my regular teammates uh, that I can be around every day. You know, they're cool people. But um, yeah, they definitely gave me some guidance and some tips throughout this recruitment process uh, that I I would definitely uh, keep and take in while before I commit. Gotcha. So you guys have Dylan Riola transfer in. What's it been like with, you know, having him come in and you get to go against him pretty much spring, fall, stuff like that. What's that like for you? You know, top quarterback, you get to face him each and every day, just, you know, the reps and, get you, you know, that practice. What's that, what's that been like for you? Oh, man, you know, that, that guy, that guy could put it anywhere. He definitely uh, gets me better. Every day at practice, uh, that he's a he's a natural leader, born leader. He he leads, just he can, he can just lead, and uh, yeah, he he definitely makes me better. He puts uh, the ball in hard spots that not many quarterbacks can, can can make, and it's just hard to play as a DB. But yeah, I definitely intercepted him multiple times. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> yeah, that 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 boy, yeah, he nice. Gotcha. So Miami has pretty much a new staff. It's going into year two. Um, the vibe around the country seems like Miami's going more national. You know, we've always said, you know, we want to recruit home, which is obvious. But you got to go national anyways to, you know, pluck some of the better players as well. What's the vibe like in the state of Georgia around Buford, whichever you know uh, with Miami? Like, do you hear about Miami a lot? Or, you know, is Miami kind of gaining in routes, you know, into the state? Kind of talk to me about that for a second. Yeah, uh, definitely. You think think my I've been hearing about Miami a lot more in the past uh, year two years so I think they're definitely uh starting to make their recruiting more national and um uh coach actually came up to me freshman year and uh said he was watching me and they like my speed and stuff so that actually stuck out a lot uh about Miami to me because uh just getting that interest that freshman year you know what I'm saying you come into high school uh, out of eighth grade you don't really know uh, much about high school football and stuff like that. So that's definitely stuck out a lot to me. I gotcha. So as my coach brought up, you're not just a track runner. You mm. have some really, really good times, right? Mm. What are your, your, how does that translate? You know, cause a lot of people say, oh man, there's a huge difference between track and football speed. And that, that is valid. Yep. But how do you, how does track help translate over to the, to the, you know, speed on the football field? Uh, man, speed is just, it's uncoachable. It's unteachable. You just got to have it. That's why uh, a lot of coaches uh, are attracted to speed. That's why you see guys getting drafted just because of speed. 
uh, speed is definitely unteachable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I Luckily, I found success in being able to uh, translate them track times onto the field. But uh, definitely football speed is way different than track speed because you see some guys running really, really fast on the track, but when they come to the field, they, they're not as fast. So, um, yeah, I think speed is a gift. Yeah, we have uh, – we just got a young man. I don't know if you know who he is, Chris Johnson Jr. Mm -hmm. He was at uh, school down here. I mean, that kid's like Olympic speed, 10 yeah, two, two, three. Um, So it does. I mean, you know, I tell people, especially at the skill position, wide receiver, corner, you got to have speed, man. Like, you know, when, when you're a corner and you make a, a slip, you know, um, you're in trail technique or something, and the guy gets bestie, having that makeup speed, I mean, it just – it makes a whole – it's a game changer. Um, you know, so seeing that, and I know Coach Cristobal and, and the staff has kind of implemented, they want some guys to go run as well in college, you know, if they choose to, because um, that's kind of what we did back in the day to, you know, translate that speed and make make it different um, yeah. on the football field. Mm -hmm. Well, man, I appreciate your time. Before you get up out of here, for everybody that's going to watch um, in the next couple of days, let them know where to follow you, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you, you know, kind of tweet or post uh, for your recruitment so they can kind of tune in for the next two years. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at 21 underscore Devin with two N's. And you can uh, follow my Twitter at Devin Williams 21. Uh, I appreciate y'all time. and I, I appreciate y'all having me. For sure, man. We'll be in touch, man. We'll have you back on. Uh, you got a lot of time left. Oh, you yeah. know, so like my guy said, man, enjoy this process. You only get this actual one. I know transfer portal is a different animal, but definitely enjoy this, man. Take all the visits, get all the free food, free beer. <laughs> so once in a lifetime thing, man. Yes, so sir. Definitely enjoy it. We appreciate you coming on, man. And we'll be in touch for sure. All right. I, I appreciate you. All. For sure, man. Thank Have you. a good night, buddy. All right, you too. Yes, sir. That's uh 2025 Buford High School defensive back, uh Devin Williams. Promise you, if you like high school football, high school recruiting, go check that young man out. I mean, as you hear, I mean, he's he's intelligent. He knows a lot already. Sounds very like you can tell his, his upbringing. He's very his right man. Very respectful. Kid's got a bright future ahead of him. Um, like you said, thirty plus offers already. Um, he's only like sophomore. He's getting into his junior year this year. They actually start, I think, next week's their first game. So I'm gonna try to watch that. Bro, Buford is loaded. Yeah, you, you can always tell, man. That's a that's a good a good young man right there. Cares himself well, speaks well, all that stuff. So, uh, I'm a I'm a fan of his, fan of his personally. So, hopefully next. For what do you think about that? Yeah, you keep cutting out, man. I don't know if um if you got to hop out, hop back in, but uh, it's like it's badly skipping. Let me hop out. I'm going to come out and come back in, all right? I got you. We got foreman real bad here, so I don't know if that's doing or not. Hang on. I'll be right back. I got you. But yeah, man, so I got I got a statement earlier for some that are probably just now watching, hopping in. Please go follow us. Subscribe to us. We want to get our podcast, you know, up going that side. For some of you guys that are, you know, able to watch at work or in the car, you know, out doing the yard work, whatever it is. Um, it's the Under Miami Flow Media. Um, you can type in Sebastian Lane on any one of those. It'll pop up. But check us out, man. Um, we're definitely going to keep continue bringing more and more 
um, content to, for you guys weekly. Uh, we want to keep pumping out more and more episodes because it's just it's it gets you guys familiar with a lot of these recruits, um, so we can see them, you can hear them, and on, on many levels, man. As you just seen, I mean, that kid, he seems smart. You know, he seems like he's got a good head on his shoulder. Future's going to be insanely bright. So definitely keep following us, man. Click the link below. Um, it'll take you to all our our platforms. Um, you know, and some of the guys that we're associated with as like Steve-O, uh, 365, um, football and stuff, breakdowns are insane. Jazz does edits along with me. Um, so definitely check us out, man. And it, like I said, that, that link tree, it will take you to all of us. So definitely check us out. But let's uh, continue right, rolling right along with the um, corners, all right? 2020 or 2024 class. It's not as deep right as far as top to bottom as i think that 25 class is but there are some really good depth pieces in there some really really good gems that you know could be developed so i'm interested to see because that's kind of what this 24 class is it's turned into a developmental class you know they can sit behind some of these five stars like francis and Stanson, who are going to be three-year starters minimum yep. they can develop you know learn the game understand it stuff like that what 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 talk to me about this 2024 class man like with the corners yeah like you said it's you know a lot of developmental at the corner position and then when you look at foster at miami lo and behold the cornerback room is all of a sudden starting to kind of stand out a little bit that's a bright spot yeah. and that's something we've wanted you know and looked for and now you know through the portal and recruiting and coaching development, all that. All of a sudden, that group is looking really good. So it's a really good time to bring some of these guys in. And when you say developmental, you know, it's just, you know, coming out of high school, they just need that. And now they've got the opportunity to do that. They don't have to come in and hop in right away. You don't have to uh, come in and just hop in right away and make an impact. You know, they've got a chance to learn and develop and things like that. So I think we have – uh, currently four DBs in the class, and then uh, obviously recruiting is uh, not even close to being done. I know when we talk DBs, I know your eyes kind of light up and you get really excited, kind of like me, the trenches. So let me flip it back to you a minute as far as the 24 class goes. We know who's committed in the class right now. Uh, what about you, kind of your wish list, so to speak, or maybe some guys that people don't really know about? Um, I mean, honestly, the board itself is kind of just shrinking because, like I said, we got four guys already committed. Probably take six to seven, depends on who wants in. Um, you know, we'll probably wrap this up with somebody like Zaquan, who's arguably like 1A on the board. Um, then you got a guy like Xavier Minty out of Daytona mainland. Uh -huh. Um, I love the kid, I, he's one of the top guys on my board. Um, out of all kids, obviously, because I'm a DB at heart. But his game, man, like I'm infatuated with. Big dude, long arm. He honestly reminds me of a Tyreek Stevenson. Like he, he can play. I, I think his his money spot would be um, star position. You know, let him play nickel. Let him do what he does. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, that's where his money would be. But we're going to let him play corner, nickel, star safety like he's gonna play all over the field which we you know that's what Gidry loves Gidry wants his DBs to play 
all positions in the back end. So, you know, getting a guy like Xavier Minty and Zaquan Patterson to, let's just say, seal the class off, what we already have, I, I can't complain. You know, when you look at the talent in the class, it's, it's not as deep, especially like this 2025 class. It's not top to bottom deep like that. But there are some really good talent on the top end. Like Ellis Robinson would be my – that would be <laughs> Santa. Please bring this home. Um, I'll leave you milk and cookies under the fireplace. Like, yeah, if you can go get me Ellis Robinson, bro, I, I, I'm I'm ecstatic. Yeah. Um, but when you look at the guys that we have and you see somebody like Ryan Mack, OJ, Roman, Romanus uh, Frederick, um, who else you got? Isaiah Thomas. Um, and then you got Cam Pruitt, right? Cam Pruitt probably play that 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 tweaker, that tweener, you know, he's going to play down more so in the box. He's kind of a linebacker, but he's listed right now as a safety. Um, but if you get a guy like Isaiah Thomas, right, reminds me a little bit of Caleb Spencer from last class. You know, mm-hmm. he that's a bigger frame. He's a, he's a headhunter, but he's got good speed and, and length. Like, he's like 6'2", but bro, his swing span is like 6'7", 6'6". He's massive. He's got like an old line like um, reach. So getting a guy like that, I think, are key, you know, because you look at what we brought in last year. And like you said, we went from kind of dang, that, that DB room is kind of thin. And it mm-hmm. still is. Don't get me wrong. It's uncertain. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty in that room. Yeah. But when you get a guy like Jadeus Richards, who comes from Vanderbilt, SEC school, with a lot of experience, he did well at Vanderbilt. It's not like he was a bench player, you know, struggled. No, he played ball. Like, that that dude was hooping last year. Facts. Then you add Jaden Davis, who was a freshman All-American. Like, that kid was elite. He had a couple bad years and he went through some coaching changes and stuff like that. But he has more game reps than probably anybody in that DP room. And then you had Devontae Brown. You know, you had Damari Brown. You got Corey Couch still better, who has a lot of game reps as well. Like, the, the DB room may be a lot of question marks, but I'm not really questioning it because I think that that could be one of the strong suits on defense with Cam and, and James, with Brian Balaam and Marquise Williams back there, Roman. Like, there's a lot of leadership back there with a lot of these guys that I think we could really do something. Um I'm intrigued. Honestly, I'm intrigued with the, with the DB room this year. But I'm good with who we got because somebody like Ryan Mack is another guy that can play all positions. He plays corner for his team, but he can play nickel. And he also step back and play safety. You know, that's key. And that's, just, like I said, it's exactly what Gidry wants. Wants guys that can play all the positions in the secondary. Not just, oh, I want him to play boundary. Oh, I need a nickel. No, uh-huh. he wants guys that can play all over the field, which is yeah. why somebody like Tyreek Stevenson would have looked really, really good. Oh, in man. Because that's what he did. Yeah. Look at Georgia. Georgia had him playing everywhere. Meanwhile, we really just had him playing boundary here. That was It wasn't his strong suit, you know. Right. Fine, but let him roam, you know. Look at James Williams, another one. Not only can he play anywhere on the back end, he can also step in the box. Swiss Army knife, you know. So I'm excited, bro, um, when you look at this DB room and then when you think about what could happen, if we start winning, right, we start winning, 
all these kids you you hear, you look at reports and, and these guys are doing articles and all that. I want to see Miami win. I want to see what they do on the field. What yep. what is this year going to look like, bro? If if we can somehow get to ten wins, somehow some way, I'm telling you, it's going to get scary on the trail. Yeah, and ju- and just get some way, you know, uh, one point mm-hmm. victories, two point whatever it takes, just just freaking win. That's what we need right now. However you get there, you get there. Nice. You know, some of these guys, man, Ryan Mack and guys like that. They're nothing but winners. You know what I'm saying? They have that mindset. It's just it's just a different type of group anymore, and, it, and it's exciting, and it kind of trickles throughout that defense when you go into the linebacker room, same deal, mm-hmm. as far as the youngsters coming in with the, with the leadership that's already there. Had that in a while, a really good mix of young, hungry talent and then some leadership there as well. So it's a really good mix, man. It's hard not to get excited. Yeah, I mean, if when you look at the guys we're recruiting and bringing in, right? Let's just say Ruben Bay. Yeah, the guy won four state titles in four <laughs> years, bro. Like, I think he won mate or he lost all of maybe like three or four high school games in his whole career. Yeah, the whole career. Yeah, like, that that dude manhandled. I don't say manhandled. I'm gonna rephrase it. He held his own against IMG and was. Big part of why they beat IMG. Yeah. At, at literally an inner city school, you know, Miami Central Powerhouse, there ain't no doubt. But the fact that they beat them at IMG, too, bro, I mean, you get guys like that. And then, like you said, you sprinkle them in with a guy, you know, like Ryan Mack from St. Thomas, who's won national championships from youth league, bro, all the way up to high school, you know, like. Doesn't, knows nothing but winning, man. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yes, he doesn't even know how to think another way, you know? I had – I was talking to some people today, right, because Florida got another good commit, kick and ball. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm not, not knocking. I understand. But I don't know them, right? I, I haven't really deep-dived into to UFs or FSU's recruiting. But my difference is, is if you're only recruiting stars, right, and I'm not saying they are. They could be doing what they're supposed to do. I'm just using an example. You get all these dudes, you're looking at like, oh, I'm, I'm about to be a top three recruiting class in the country. Sometimes, if you're recruiting just stars, that culture, that mental, that mindset doesn't always translate to, to be able to mesh in a locker room. Look at AL, right? I mean, dude, they were taking dudes on. I they took like two five star quarterbacks in the same class. It was so funny. I don't. I don't know who you're talking to today, but we had the same conversation. I literally <laughs> talked about this somebody this morning. Yeah, I was asking them, So, <laughs> so exactly what you're saying. Sometimes you know it, it's like you just grabbing. Oh, he's four star. He's five star. You grab. Here's a funny thing. Uh, a little bit of homework. Go look at where Miami sits right now in the recruiting ranking. I'm not going to mention any names because we know who they are. Go look where Miami's ranked right now as far as what we've done, as far as spending and things like that, and look where they're at. Yeah. All right, there's a lot of schools out there making a lot of headway, and they're just a couple spots above Miami right now, and we're sitting in a really good spot with some really big guys. So, like you said, get us to nine. Heaven forbid you get us to ten wins, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, and my thing is, is I'm not – everybody knows I hate Florida, Florida State. I, I'm I not saying that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm just using them as an example, 
right? And they, like I said, they're recruiting really, really good. No, not no shade to them. I understand. But I'm just using them as an example because A and M kind of did that. They recruited yeah. pure stars, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. if you are doing that, it doesn't always mesh, right? Like you've got that. Like if you go look at the NFL and some of these drafts, and you see how many five stars are actually being drafted in the first round, yeah. second round, stuff like that. And I know there's only like 36 five stars, 200, 300 four stars and then like 500 three stars. I get it the ratio is, is easier but you can't use that same not like mindset and then it's like oh yeah, yeah yeah but you know these guys are winning with yeah they are but if you go get a Zay Flowers and put him on our, our wide receiver court look what you just added Zay Flowers I get it it's a three-star in high school but that dude is like an all-american Jordan yeah. Addison Another one. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying we need to go recruit nothing but three stars. But if you recruit the right ones, and if you recruit the right five stars and the right four stars, if you are recruiting good, like not rankings and all that, you got to understand, like, staff across the country, not even just Miami, all staffs don't really look and care what some weasel is ranking a guy. You know, at the end of the day. He doesn't. He, they're going to have their own evaluators. They're going to go watch their own film. They're going to watch the kid personally. Some look at just what they do on the field and they recruit that. And that's fine. If that's what you want to do. Some dig deeper. You know, how does this kid act when he's walking to class? Is he out playing around or is he headed straight to business? You know, is he kind of BSing with the cheerleaders before he's headed to practice or is he getting to practice early? You know, getting in meetings and, and, you know, being a leader. Those are yeah. all things that uh, some staff, they do. you got to trust your staff and what they do until they prove to you otherwise. You know, look at Marcellus Pulium, three-star. Bobby Washington, three-star. Both dudes who get talked about more than, like, half the linebacker room. Kiko was a three-star. Now he's your starting linebacker with, with potential all-conference, you know, ability. It does not matter as long as we're recruiting the right guys. Size, athleticism, mindset, all that goes into to what evaluations are. I trust the dudes that are doing it. I keep saying I keep harping on it. You can listen. You can ignore it. I don't really care because the staff don't care either what you think. They're going to continue to do what they're doing. But once you start winning, then you can go get those five stars. You know, you can start going to, to knock off, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to snatch from Georgia. Hey, I'm going to snatch from Bama. Hey, I'm going to snatch from Clemson. Hey, you're able to do that when you're winning. But we're five and seven. We're coming off five and seven season at the end of the day. And I'm sorry there's nothing been done on the football field. You, if we go out in two weeks and smack Miami of Ohio 44 to seven, we're still not about to get – you ain't about to flip nobody. Because if you go the next week and lay an egg to A&M, kiss and goodbye. You know, you do it on the field consistently. And that's why winning will be huge moving forward. Even if we win eight games this year, right? If you go from five and seven to like, let's say eight and four, nine and five, nine and four, whatever, with the bowl win, however that happens, that's an improvement. These kids are looking like, for 25 class, okay. Miami had an eight, nine win season. Let's see what they do my senior year now. Yeah. Now you're you're starting to to build 
steps, you know, because recruiting don't start senior year. Yep. And if you do pull off an eight and four season, those four are almost as important as those eight. How did you lose those four games? Don't go out. You can't have a – you mentioned 44 to seven. You can't be on the losing side of that against anybody. You've got to compete against the Clemson. You've got to compete against everybody. You've got to play. You've got to win those games you're supposed to. Then when you get those games that are kind of, hey, this is a big game, you compete, you show that improvement, and then you say, man, we were this close. 100%. Add, you know, player X here, then we could have got to that. Then you start to sell that. You know, last year, five and seven, and we pushed that out. Hey, we need this class, and we got them. Now you need to show a little improvement. It also helps guys like Ruben Bain that we mentioned. These young guys coming in that are getting, you know, a little bit of reps in the in the practices and the scrimmages. If they can show to come in as a true freshman and get time and help us well. Parts, man, but you know, it's a it's an exciting season. One of if not the most important season we've had in a long, long time when you look at it towards recruiting and, and getting this thing put back where it needs to be. So to end the show, we're going to talk about these, these commits that we just landed, right? Mm-hmm. Two guys in the trenches, one future quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Kevion Broussard. We just had him on the show last week. If you want, go check out the interview. Um, you know, kind of knew Miami was feeling really good about that. Um, if you talk to the young man, he was thinking, you know, I might want to prolong this like into the season. I want to take some he decided, I'm going to lock in, which a lot of these guys are doing, trying to lock in the spots, rightfully so. What is what is Miami getting in KV on Broussard? He doesn't have a lot of film that for people to go watch, right? What is Miami getting out of him? Yeah, I think a lot of folks misunderstand because we've talked about developmental type guys, right? And I think when you look at him and you go look at those ratings, you think, okay, here we go. When we just touched on what we wanted to talk about, but – you know, you take a young man who had shoulder injury and missed, you know, a lot of spring and things like that. And now that he's back, uh, you know, 100%, he's a three-star offensive tackle. has a couple three-stars, and, and he is ranked higher higher than those. So, you know, if that matters to, to you as far as the ranking people go, 670 total – Six six pushing six seven two seventy five two eighty, so he's got that frame that you can add on to. Uh, extremely athletic, wingspan uh, from here to the interstate, and he, he can do a little bit of everything. He's got that bully mentality that you see a lot of times when you turn on an offensive line film. Just the ball snapped, and you're just shoving a guy at the sideline, but you can see his footwork and things like that uh bends well uh knows angles and, and leverage and that type of thing and i know that is something that coach mirabal is really big on so again he just fits he fits right. the type of player that they want here the type of player they want to coach up get him into that you know his frame and then eventually all of a sudden you've got a six foot seven pound left tackle that can move you know, and so it just it just kind of goes along with what Coach Mirabal and Coach Cristobal wanted. No, I definitely agree. Um, you know, he's a massive dude, bro. He, he looks is. like he has a basketball build. Yeah. You know, you said six six. I think yeah. he mentioned he's touching like six seven, like he's like yep. six and three quarters. Big dude. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think he said on the show last week, 285 is what he last weighed at. He's really got a, a good frame already. Like you said, he's still pound on add on that weight and stuff. So, I mean, he's really got what you want in a, in a developmental guy. And yeah. I don't like the, the word developmental because people think, oh, man, he probably sucks. Yeah, that's my bro. Like, no, it's... There was a, a, a clip post, I think, today or yesterday, and it's on the timeline, so if you want to go look on Twitter, type in his name, it's on there. Bro. He was at practice. The only thing I would say that I would like to see him work on is his bend, right? He likes to, to like, yeah. power stroke you up into to the air. Like He wants to, to belittle you, make you feel like a little boy with your, with your feet dangling off the chair. And I I want him to, to get in his in his bend and and drop forward not up you know so that, that's the one thing like like i said i mean that's the development that's easy fix you uh, know when you say developmental he is coming into college as a left tackle right right you're developmental i'm sorry you're going to need a look little at, bit more. you're not going to have yeah you're not going to have a whole lot of guys come in and just take that left tackle. here's what i like about him i love his demeanor off the field when you're talking to him very mellow. Am I cutting out again? You just cut out. We couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. So off the field, you know, he's kind of calm. He gets on the field, and like you said, it that, that it just flips, right? That switch. Yeah. You get those two to kind of come together and sort of mellow out a little bit, man. And once all that, once all that happens, special player. So we get a a big flip. You know, people can call it whatever they want. I mean, he's a blue chip guy. Defensive end, Elias Rudolph. It's from Cincinnati, Ohio, originally played at Taft. Come down to Deerfield. I believe he's back at up in Ohio now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we're going to try to get him on the show here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but he committed to Michigan after taking his official visit in June. And Miami kept chipping away. Then he took a surprise, because it eventually leaked, um, visit for the barbecue. And Miami felt great about where they were, and they kept chipping away, chipping away, and finally, he flipped. You know, um, I like the young man. I think he's another guy that you don't have to rush into a starter. He's a guy that you can sit there and put in certain packages. You know, he's quick off the edge. That kid, it, his first step is is blazer, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's. And he's long, bro. I think his reach is like seven foot. Like he's like seven two or whatever with his reach. Like, bro, he it's impressive. Um, his get off is nasty. Obviously, I want to see him develop some more moves. You know, to swim and, and the pool. And there's a lot of different things as an edge rusher you really do need. Um, but one thing I like with this new style of off our defense, I'm sorry, is you got to learn how to set the set the edge right. And that's usually something you don't learn fully to understand so you get to college he is patient and lets the play develop to him and what i mean by that is when he gets out and he sees the the running back sweeping you know he will set the edge and let let the the quarterback go ahead and do his check down he's taking that to the house bro he's house calling he's not slow at all um he plays even a little bit of offense like dudes play wide receiver but ain't like he's slow um, but he's another guy that I'm telling you, bro, in two to three years, gets that red shirt, sits in a program. I think he's six, six, four, 210 pounds, 215, somewhere around there. You put 20 pounds on him, 235, 
bro, at as a freshman, oh, bro, you're you're talking about a mean defensive end as a freshman. Yeah, that I like that, I like that, that take a lot. That that body type reminds me of somebody. It reminds me of a certain guy. I think he was a Hall of Famer with the Dolphins, and now he's coaching a defensive line somewhere. But I can't think of his name. But yeah, yeah, very familiar. And you like his build and his game. And like you said, that ball snaps, bro. He's already in the backfield. I mean, and and yeah, there's a play on his highlight where he blocks a punt. He's literally like five yards out. When he when he makes his move and still and still makes the play, so yeah, extremely athletic. And like you said, he comes in, you get you pack on 10, 15, 20 pounds. Yeah, you got a special guy, and you pair him with good grief. Yeah, so we get it early. The first official commit for twenty twenty five quarterback out of Milton, Georgia, Luke Nickel. He's like six four. I think he he measured at down here when he last visited six three six four, um, two hundred pounds. Good size quarterback, dude. He's got a hose. Like that kid <laughs> got a arm on him. And the one thing I like about him as a sophomore last year, he's not afraid to fit that thing in tight windows. Like I, I'm talking, he has a ton of trust in his wide receivers, and I love it. I yeah. love dudes that throw the ball with anticipation. And hit like like we just had um, Devin on the show. He spoke. I don't know him, but I know him. Like. I know his name. That to me, it shows like, hey, he's got a little bit of respect now. I'm not saying he's a De La Riola, right? I'm not saying that. But his name, people know him, especially in his state. And Milton yep. and Buford is not, they're not that close. Yeah. So, you know, I like that. And then I like the fact that everybody's, oh, it's a three star. Mm-hmm. No. If you go look at where he's ranked now and you compare the 2024 ranks across, he will be a four-star. Yeah. Yeah, he's still a three hundred top 300 player. But if you watch his film, he's going to rise, bro. Like, yep. he's going to go to the lead 11. I'm not saying he's going to win it. I don't know that. I mean, there's some good quarterbacks <laughs> in that class. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think he is easily a top 10 quarterback, if not top seven mm-hmm. in the country for his class. I like the kid. I think it's a great piece. I think we could be adding somebody out of the portal next year, possibly. Or we could be the grad transfer or something just for depth because we'll be at like three or four. I don't think we take another guy this this cycle. We could be taking two in the twenty twenty five class. Yeah, but I like it, bro. I like what we're doing oh, yeah. there. And his teammate, Mister Ryan Gee, mm-hmm. probably one of the top tight ends in the country. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. I like yeah. it a lot. You got to keep in mind when you look at these rankings. Keep in mind that 2025, all right, that's very important because this is going to and, you know, when you look at those rankings and things like that, just keep in mind, you know, what year these these young men are going into school and there's going to be a lot happen between. And that's why you got to get ahead of it. Whoever has not offered Luke Nickel right now, I promise you in a year from now, they're going to offer him. Mm hmm. Those first ones to get on board, show him love, evaluate, build that relationship because you want to be there. Uh, when I promise you, dude's accurate as all get out, man. Can move. He, just, he has all. He has all the tools you want. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. And I agree. I think you know you probably take another one. So we'll see. And if he can bring his tight end with him, hmm. hey, the more tight end you, baby. Yes, sir. So 
that's all we have for you guys tonight. We appreciate y'all, you know, for tuning in. You'll probably watch this in the morning as you go to work or whatever. So appreciate you guys tuning in this morning, however you want to look at it. Um, like I said, man, please go like, subscribe, you know, give us a shout. Let us know how you like this. We will be posting on our Twitter page to ask questions, topics that you guys want to talk about. If you're in the Discord, there will be something in the Discord as well. Um, we are putting out multiple shows a week, so we will have multiple topics. So don't think, oh, well, they didn't talk about it this show. They didn't. No, we have more coming. Um, so we want to cover a lot. There's a lot of bases. Um, we want to try this style because it's kind of like our old show, just not live. And um, so we kind of wanted to do this with you guys, see if y'all like this more, interact with y'all more. Um, but go follow us, podcast, Spotify, whatever you watch your podcast on. Go type in Sebastian Lane, Miami Flow Media, Miami Mayhem, Maxed Out, like all the shows you can type it in and go subscribe. Um, please shout it, shout it out. Let everybody know where to tune in. If you're fine with sticking with YouTube, that's fine. We, we love the support regardless. Um, still go subscribe. Hit the like button. Um, we appreciate you, man. Like We'll have more coming this week. I know this will probably drop Wednesday or Thursday. We'll have more and more coming. We're going to come with set dates. Um, me and Dave are still figuring those dates out because we like to we like to just run. Like we like this type of stuff. So um, we appreciate all you guys though, man. Um, the season's almost here. We kind of got a little surprise that we we want to do for you guys this year from me and Dave alone. Um, this will be our shindig, but um, we're working on something for you guys more for game weeks um, leading up. So. Should be fun, man. We appreciate all you guys. Please go like, subscribe, um, follow my 2025 thread. If you're interested in following recruiting, I will be posting a ton of dudes, getting you guys all familiar with everybody, all rankings, all recruiting, everything. Um, you got anything before we get up out of here, D? No, nah, just I want to apologize. I know my connection's been a little sketchy. My house is literally shaking, the storming, the thunder's lightning. I'm going to blame it on that because I know everybody's going to have Wi-Fi jokes. So if you got Wi-Fi <laughs> jokes, just shut up. <laughs> hey, well, we appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in. As always, it's all about you, baby.